Yeah, all right. Here we are. Another, uh, what is it even called? Another episode? Episode of Band yeah. Meeting Podcast. Yeah, it's an episode. We were talking before this, Dave, about how these aren't interviews. These are conversations. I love that because interview just sounds, it's such a gross word, right? I don't yeah, like, like interview. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I'm not, I don't, I'm not prepping questions. You know, I don't, I don't, I, what I do is I do like a little bit of research to make sure that, uh, you know, the person we're about to converse with, you know, I know, I know who they are and I know what they've done. And, you know, to an extent, I don't want to know everything. I want them to still be able to surprise me. Yeah. So, yeah, you're just reading their Wikipedia page. So you were (laughs) born 19 and you're like, give me a break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, We're also talking about, because we're going to talk, go into some songwriting, which obviously is a big part of theory of a dead man writing the songs we've always been a song band right that's what people always like ask like never been like a shtick band when we don't have like costumes we've we played with like a ton of bands that have like that kind of thing right like ghost is uh, i love ghosts but man their stage stuff is what sells it right i mean they they the singer has that whole i guess it's kind of like a, a pope thing with the he's changed now right. now he's got this mask he puts on this like it almost looks like an old man it's crazy, but it's uh, it's like some, nothing that we would ever consider or think of because it's just out of right. our, out of our whatever. But uh, we've always been a songs band. We never, even when we were in like starting out, we would jam a lot more than we would play shows because it was just. Oh, like, we play never shows. played shows. I, I mean, <laughs> we almost didn't even like we didn't even have a band name. Literally, we were we played for yeah. so long without really because I don't. It didn't feel like we were trying to get out there and play shows right away really we were just honing the songs working on the songs i remember mm-hmm. the first like week after i joined within the first week we had like come up with nothing could come between us and leg to stand yep. on in like that first week though i remember those two songs were like the the first two that yep. we came together when i when i first joined and i was like man this is magic it's magic yeah i remember even in i remember doing invisible man and we we're jamming Invisible Man, and then you came up and you're like, "What if the bridge part we like had at halftime?" You're like, duh, duh. and I was like, "That's the coolest so, thing ever." <laughs> so I was so into heavy music back then; it was like, all "Oh yeah, I listened to heavy stuff." And we we brought you in to cool it up a bit because uh, street cred, baby, street cred. Yeah, and there was a couple Sesame songs like, about this one, and you're like, "Nope." <laughs> I'm like, "All right." <laughs> I feel bad now when I look back, but you know what? I was in this weird when I first joined with you guys. I was in this weird place where I just left the band that I was like my band, right? It was like the band that I was in before that felt like it was like my band, like, and you know, it just yep. broke up. And then I kind of was like in this place where I was like, you know, I, I want to play, like, I want to get out there and play with people, but I don't want to do anything that I just I don't want to do you know like i don't want to play music that i that i wouldn't be proud to play kind of you know and then when i started, started playing with you guys it was like you guys were like a mix mash you had two different lead singers you and tim and yeah. it was like two two different bands it felt like two really different it bands was. and yeah. uh and i just i mean i was your stuff was more rock more heavy and i was just gravitated towards it and so then you know every now and again there'd be a different song and i'd be like Ugh, it just it sounds like a pop I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, well, I remember that I just, was one of the, your, one of your, one of your things, the first like jam session you came in, you're like, first off, I don't do ballads. <laughs> oh no. Really I remember that. You said that. You're like, that first off, I don't do ballads. And we're like, uh, okay. And we said, we didn't do ballads. We did all, but we did end up doing like, I think the last song. Cause that one was just so badass, but this doesn't make any sense. Heavy. Like none of, 
my my band before <laughs> it wasn't all that heavy you know like it was dirty it was like it was uh, fun yeah, That's I was funny. just young. But then, of course, then it was like once we got into like into the Santa Monica's and all the chicks start coming to the oh, shows, yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, this nope. works. I, this is I good. I think I see <laughs> the pros. So how about getting the chicks, man? We're starting to populate the, the pro column here. That's funny. But I remember, uh, you know, we've uh, we've done well with the songwriting. We won a, uh, remember when we won a, BMI, which is huge for songwriting. Like that's the thing is like you you can win. There's Grammys and there's different kind of awards, but songwriting awards is like is huge because I don't even know how they're tallied or how they're voted on. But that's it's pretty cool being a band who writes is all about writing songs. We won a BMI and a SoCan award the same year for uh, that, not meant to be. That BMI, uh, it was like a dinner. It was like a suit. It was a black tie dinner that BMI dinner. Yeah. It was almost but like a, an Oscars we didn't have, kind of thing. But, yeah. But we didn't have to dress up like that because we were artists, I guess. So we, cause, and I was like, I don't, what? I don't have a suit. And so we got <laughs> to just go in our, you know, our t-shirts or whatever. But I do remember that was, <laughs> that was a pretty funny event. I, there was a bunch of weird things that happened in my view of that, in that event. Uh, one of which was when John Fogarty played at the end of the night, oh, John yeah. Fogarty performed like it and it was like a bunch of the suits they all started standing all up left. and walking out and i couldn't believe it and i'm like what the fuck is happening here john fogarty is performing so we all went right up to the front of the stage with our beer, beers in hand and we're rocking three up feet. to john fogarty it was like three a private from... show for us man john fogarty yeah. yeah three feet i mean i could have touched toes with them we were like putting our and feet he just on the got stage. the he was just presented the lifetime achievement award for songwriting and his whole family was there. And he's like, okay, and now, his two sons. yeah, his two sons. Now John's going to play us. He played like six songs, like back to back to back. It's just like, he played more. I think the set list was like 11 songs, but they just hammered through them. And, and he did a couple he, like, yeah. like montage style. But it was oh, so awesome. It was and insane. Then, yeah, all the suits got up and left. I'm like, this is the, this is right now. It really it kind of opened my mind to the industry and what's wrong with it. But we we watched him, and then after we went up and said hello to him, met him and his yep. wife and his kids, and I was just like, this is amazing. And what a and his band thanked us for coming guy. up and rocking out to their That's to right. their show. Like the band guys were like, thanks for uh, thanks for coming out and rocking out. I'm like, yeah, man. Like thank you guys for rocking out to a room of stiffs. <laughs> that's the story he's one of my idols man growing yeah up, that was i still tell people about that because i'm like i i don't think we knew john fogarty was performing uh, until no. he they said and now john fogarty is going to perform and we were like huh what there's some, something else yeah. funny happened there like uh <laughs> when we were <laughs> when we were going in or we were, we were doing like the red carpet kind of thing there were Inter- doing interviews yeah. or something I've reporters and stuff and yeah and they separated us and they separated me and joe and you and dean went to do yeah. interviews yeah. and when me and joe were walking away joe tripped over like the scrim thing and well, the what whole happened backdrop. was yeah because yeah, what happened was me and, oh, do- yeah. me and dean were doing an interview and taylor <laughs> swift came That's in right. and they were kind of like get the fuck out of the way so right they kind of brought taylor and she was like standing right here and she's with her mom and her yeah. mom was kind of doing the elbows yeah and so i i think me and dean got literally like pushed back like okay yeah here comes taylor taylor and we're like all right and i joe said that taylor's mom gave him an elbow <laughs> kind of so he <laughs> 
<laughs> and he fell backwards and stepped on the uh, the backdrop scrim, which is like 40 feet long. It's the whole black <laughs> yeah. uh, red carpet. And it came crashing down. The Everyone was thing. like, oh, my God. <laughs> the whole thing. And Joe, I remember like looking back and I could see Joe. He's walking away like this. <laughs> and the whole thing's just collapsing behind him like like an explosion in the low life video. Like we're walking away and it's just exploding. He doesn't even know. He's just like. And I'm like, Joe, you just took down the whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, great. the best was when, then, so me and Dean finished our interviews and we, and then afterwards it's like uh, 15 minutes of drinks, go to the bar yeah. and you get a drink. So we went over, <laughs> met you guys, you had a couple of drinks and we're like, we're like, what the fuck happened over you? And you were like, it was Joe. It was Joe. <laughs> it, was, it was Joe. <laughs> Joe. It was Joe. Joe, Joe took the whole thing down. <laughs> Poor Joe. Joe took the whole red carpet down. <laughs> Great. I think it fell on some photographer's head, and we were just, yeah, this is the best. We go over there, and you're like, it was Joe. Yeah, Joe did it. Yeah, I'm like, what? But like, really, yeah. it, Taylor Swift's mom. It, it was Taylor Swift's mom. Is who it really was. So let's get throw down to the elbows. real details. Ah, good stuff. Yeah. That's just so uh, like that's book material for Theory of a Demon right there. That's just like that that's how close best. we are to that. <laughs> Ah, shit. My eyes are water uh, tearing up from that story. Oh, these are good memories. I almost uh, forgot about that. That's something I need to remember every now and again so that memory doesn't actually get like replaced. It's too good. Now it, everyone will know the story now. now but I remember Taylor they gave you... Um, really happened. That's right, Taylor. She's listening. They gave you these... Um, when you win an award, they give you these medals. Yeah, it looks like... It's almost like the Olympics and you have to wear it. So the people know who the winners are when you're walking around. And I always remind me of star Wars and then star Wars where like they got the, the, the medals from princess right. Leia. Princess Leia. And that's what it remind yeah. me of. And you'd wear it like so proudly. You'd walk around. <laughs> and drink yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I work on the my chewy quite a bit. Better. Wow. Uh, I mean, shit. You got to sacrifice. So our guest today has, uh, she was there. That's right. She was, she at, was the, at the, the awards. awards. She won, she won the award with us. Uh, she, she won, uh, she won some other award. I remember she, she had won a couple speech. that night. Yeah. She's written a bunch of insanely successful songs. She's fantastic. I remember the first time I met her was, uh, in LA. And that was like, because our, our first record, we didn't really do, we don't, we didn't really do any co-writes other than with, the producer but then second record there was no no co-writes nothing we just right. the band writing doing this and then third record our A&R guy was just like all right we're gonna send you out everywhere and i was like oh man so i remember that's kind of what was going on and i was going that's what was going on in the in the rock biz in the biz like everyone was songwriters, yeah, everyone was rock, songwriters co-writing so i was yeah. reluctant to do it but um i was like okay so i think i was still living in vancouver and they flew me out to L.A. or I, I'd moved to L.A. I can't remember. And I, I can't even remember who I saw. But one was her. And I went to her house and we wrote this massive hit that I don't think either one of us knew what it would become. And I remember Dan Wingman, the label heard it. As soon as the label heard it, they're like, this is a hit. Remember, they loved that song so much. They tried to kibosh our second single. Yeah. Like, we're going to go right to the pop song. And, and remember, we were at a... We were, I remember even remember I the remember festival. standing we next to the bus. The festival. Yeah, I can remember standing, standing beside the bus. And we said, if you 
don't release Bad Girlfriend, we will refuse to tour. Remember? We won't tour. Yeah, I know. We won't tour. We put our foot down because they wanted to go right to a pop single. And we were just like, it'll it'll destroy us. It'll destroy we're us. Like we're a rock band. And, and we're also like, yeah. uh, watch the show tonight and listen yeah. to the crowd call for Bad Girlfriend. They want that song yeah. to be a Because they weren't going to release me. it. They they did not want to release that song. So, and I just think it all worked out. It was all like meant, meant to be, no pun intended. That's right. But it was all like releasing Bad Girlfriend. I think the song was so massive that we, that the third single being not meant to be, uh, it, it, it helped it cross over. It was just yeah. like, because at that point we had gone gold, I think. And it was just, uh, and then that song was able to, cause I think if we released it second, it would not have been able to get the credit deserved right. and it would have maybe flopped, but it became a huge hit. I think it almost topped the, it went to number two or something hot. I see. And, and it went in pop radio. It was massive. Not meant to be. It was but, big for uh, us because it it opened us up to a whole new sort of fan base too. Because all of a sudden it was getting played on different formats at radio, and we were having people come to our shows that had never heard of us before. Still to this day, I get friends or someone will text me or send me a video of them in like <clears throat> a mall or Home Depot, yeah, or at a dentist. They're like, "I'm at the dentist. Check it out." And it's like, "Not meant to be." Not meant to be. I'm like, "That's yeah." yeah. Still. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, that's our guest today. You want, want to bring her on? Let's bring her on. All right. Uh, 100%. Ty, Ty can record it. I'm recording. Yeah. So wait, so Ty's still a bachelor? Is that yeah. what's going on? So the last time I saw you, you were hanging out with your ex-wife. Where was that? <laughs> just saying. Is, ba- just- is, is bachelor the right term or is hermit yeah, you, a better term? Are I, you- I just- I think that's I, I actually, know. that's a very good point. Um, <laughs> are you, wait, so I think Bachelor it was, gives the impression you're looking, you're out there, you know, I don't know. Bachelor to me, it gives the impression that you're just like, you know, you're playing the field. Hermit. No, I could be on 98. On. I, I, I'm on, I, I'm going to apply for a 90 day fiance the other way. Oh, you're going to do one you're of the, why don't show? you just do a plastic blow up? <laughs> That like that's way easier. Hey, the ones they the, the ones they had nowadays are like, aren't they like f- amazing? I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah, know. they come with holes and all kinds of stuff. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of disgusting. They come, but, they come hey. with holes, but they don't talk back or something well, silly. I think the women come with holes. The men come with. Well, I guess the men, I don't know what the men come with. I haven't I haven't like gotten into that market yet. I'm so mad. Yes, so. uh, <laughs> wow, well, surprise. We're uh let's uh let's do it. That's wow, let's we really really jumped right calls. in there, didn't we? Well Ty will yeah. do an intro. He's got a you got something, Ty, you wanna Yeah. Uh this is the this is a hype you up. This is the hype. You okay, ready? But don't like please, you're not gonna give some cheesy bio, are you? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, it's all cheesy. <laughs> Just do it. Just doing it. You ready? You, no one yeah. will get to see your face when you say I know. It. Our, uh, our guest today is a Grammy, Emmy-nominated, and award-winning songwriter, has sold an excess of 160 million albums, winner of the 2007 BMI Pop Songwriter of the Year Award, author of the 2011 book, A Hell of a High Note, Surviving Life, Love, and American Idol, co-founder oh, of Art House Entertainment and the nonprofit <laughs> Inspired Nation. Can we just and say what I really her. am? I yes, am, let's do it. I appeared in your video. That's my biggest, and, that's my most amazing achievement is that I actually was in a video and went backwards. I feel like I was going backwards in the video. That <laughs> was, uh, 
After you, after you did our video, that was pretty much you just retired. You're like, I, you can't beat that. That was yeah, the biggest thing. That's basically what I said. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. After I saw myself in that car with those shades, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with songwriting. I've lived the California really? dream. It was you just know? like all reversed. Everything yeah. was, was reversed. Behind the scenes, behind the scenes songwriting, that's not where it's at. That's what I meant by going Music backwards. Videos. Remember we went backwards? Like everything yeah. went in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Then they your break hair, they broke hair. that fish tank, right? They broke that fish tank down the stairs, but then they reversed it, right? Then the fish tank. Yeah. yeah. So do you, you think know, the fish lived? Well, you know, I think no. we had a disclaimer, no fish were harmed in the making oh, of this shit. video. <laughs> you know that house too that house is so beautiful i guarantee you they use that house for porn oh gosh got yeah 100 i'm sure you've been there since i would think i've been, been there, there <laughs> you know what i mean probably let's i'm in the honest. house and let's I'm be like, honest with the people listening to this you know we know this is why this is why i always love you because to be honest with you when it when they were like work with theory of a dead man, I was like, what? And is that like a is that a new kind of TV show? Like sort of like Dead Man Walking or the great the dead? Yes. What was that thing? And then sure. and then I met you, and you were the funniest human being. And I was like, I'll write songs with this guy all day long. I have no idea like what genre we're doing, but um, <laughs> he is so funny. Literally, you're one of the funniest humans. We way, we are I'm way sure. outside your your Dave, you your are catalog. really funny too. Like, we are well, we haven't spent as much time together, you and I, Kara. But I, I, you know, me and Tyler, we we do like ton of interviews together over the last twenty years, and we we feel like we have this rapport now where we can kind of play off each other. And a lot of times, we're both we both have the same joke on the tip of our tongue. It's all who delivers it first or louder. Right, exactly. Uh, it's kind of like that lyric, "Bitch came back." It was like I said yeah. it, and then he said it. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, he said it. I think <laughs> I it was have, like I didn't have a bitch. Was, that came back. was it? Was a bitch came back or it was blow? And I think I came to you with some I didn't lyric. Do blow. What's blow? I didn't even do blow. Is that? I know that's one of your songs, but I don't think that was with me. Was it? <laughs> yeah. that, to be honest with you, that sure. was like like another lifetime ago. As I'm. Up at I'm pretty sure. six AM with my seven year old today. It was. It was like ten over ten years ago, right? Like 10 yeah, years and I don't so really long. write songs anymore, guys. Which you know? is sad because you've written some really amazing songs. I think sort of getting prepared to chat with you, I went and looked and I was like, What the hell? What the hell? What the I've hell? I've also written some really cheesy songs, let's be honest. Well, some of them were good. Yeah, I guess, you know, comes with the territory. But I you know, I really what I loved most about writing songs is I got to hang out with some really fun people and kind of explore life with them. You know, I always loved when they came from an honest place. Um, and when we were writing yeah. songs that actually were about something that had happened. Um, Cause I know during yeah. that, that time for me, I was, you know, I think I stayed in a lot of bad relationships to have something to write about. What about you, Tyler? Like what do you, what do you think? Yes. That's uh, you sound like our manager. And he literally, he said to me one day, he's like, I can't remember what song, I'd wrote, written or something, some song we had sent the management and our manager called me. It was like, Oh man, you need to get divorced more often or something like that. I was oh like, my oh God. My that's... God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh... Something like that. Like something like, Oh man, we can need to get you in another bad relationship. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's so, but Wait, it yeah. is true. Wasn't it that true, one of your songs? Bad relationship or something related? Bad girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
We're yeah. you're in a bad relationship. <laughs> that sounds like something someone would try to pitch us. <laughs> Somebody would pitch us. Oh, that's yeah. so <laughs> yeah, we've had songs pitched. We're not a big uh yeah, I I remember I had to go to Nashville one time. I'm sure you've been to Nashville a gazillion times. I there. love Nashville. I do. And it's so small, right? In the the whole uh music row, the whole like it's like one street. It's mm-hmm. got the but now it's, it's got the like naked statue. Yeah, but now you've got like East Nashville. That's where I hang out. That's my I love East Nashville. East Nashville. You been there? Yeah, that's where we Probably. rehearse and stuff like that yeah. when we're it's by the airport. Out by the yeah. airport. It's closer to oh, the yeah, airport. Yeah. It's just it's just a more like artsy kind of bohemian. It's where Apple is now and a bunch of corporations are going in there and kind of making the area a little bit more hipster, you know? It's kind it of pretty, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's not where Apple is. Apple's in WeHo, Wed- Wedgwood, Houston. But East Nashville is, is still really cool. Why does everyone have a WeHo? There's a WeHo everywhere. Yeah, I know. Everyone's got a WeHo. No ho. You miss, uh, you miss LA at all? Uh, not not particularly. Are you still in LA? I'm still here. I'm still alive. Uh, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you still in the house that I love that you had to go like, okay, this is going to sound weird. Because uh, I'm saying like, through, through the bedroom to, to the, like, you oh, went to the through back, the bedroom uh, to the studio. back. Yeah. Yeah, that's the place. Right. That's the, I mean, that's the place. I make people go outside now. Like, I don't even have to let them but come But you in do house. make them go through your bedroom to get to the studio. I'm just saying. That's I, I <laughs> just the, just just the lucky ones. My bed. <laughs> yeah. I want them to see my bed. People, uh, yeah, uh, people are like, where'd you get that bed? I'm like, oh, it's a great story. And then they're like, you're a cheese ball. <laughs> it's a like, great here's... story. I built it. Yeah, exactly. I built it from <laughs> one piece of, it's like, what's that movie? Uh, where it's the, where he gets married and the, oh, it's meet the, know. meet the parents. Right. More meet like parents and they, I think you yeah, built and it from guy, like, I built it from, uh, I built from one piece of Ikea. wait i'm looking at you right now and you can't look at me because obviously i didn't know this was a visual and it's not a pretty sight but i'm remembering the first time i met you and you came to my house on a saturday do you remember and you like knocked on the door and i think i had a robe on Songwriting is an intimate process, right? It's an intimate process. (laughs) I feel like you had a robe on. I feel like you were you were too early, I feel like. And I was like, oh, just sit here. I'll be right down. Is Make yourself kind of- No, you had, uh, you, had some, you had some photo shoot going on. There was some magazine there. It was oh, like was a day in the life. And so, like, they're like, pretend you guys are writing a song. Do you remember that? And they were, like, taking photos of us and we were sitting on your couch. No, I, I don't even know who you are because the way that I remember this whole thing, maybe this is the wrong story, but I remember you coming to my house. I had a robe on because you were early. I went upstairs to brush my teeth and you were playing the chord progression for um, Meant to Be. Am, am and I you're crazy? like, what is that? Yeah. And I was like, what is that? It was so cool. And we, we barely like even said hello. I was like, hey, I mean, you had this pompadour. I was like fully still in my robe. So I wasn't prepared for a guy to walk in with a pompadour uh, or a guy to walk in before I brushed my teeth. So like, 
We are rock and roll's most punctual band. You, I know. I yeah, know it's embarrassing or not, but it is almost embarrassing because yeah. we're like, where, where are those record people? They're supposed to pick us up to head to the station. Yeah, they're not going to be oh. here for thirty minutes. Well, we don't want to be late. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I don't know what it, yeah. it's, it's. I don't know what happened. It's, it's embarrassing as a rock band to be so punctual. No, I think it's kind of good because the because if he hadn't been there and played those chords at that exact moment, I wouldn't have been Maybe. brushing my teeth. That's right. And that's how it all well, started. We, it is. Well, I liked it because I did learn something that day from you was that, that you did try to you did try to psychologically psychologically get into my brain. You're like, so how are you feeling? What you know? What's going on with you? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I remember, I think because it's not as you don't say, you got any ideas? You got any riffs? It's more like. You know, are you are you sad? What? Yeah, I'm sad. All right, well then let's get into a sad song. Not be like, I got this idea called Bad Relationship. <laughs> what do you think? And you're like, that sucks. Well, uh, you were also was- you were also part of what I loved about songwriting was like meeting people I'd never met and being like, so who are you? Like, what are you all about? Like, forget about the fact that you're a theory of a dead man, but who are you as a person? Like, let's take that all and put it in a box somewhere, and let's just be two human beings in this moment. And I found you to be very funny, which is like we were in because because funny is big. Like if I got to stay in a room for a few hours with someone and they're boring, it's not good. They've got to like elicit some response. I've either got to be pissed off, amused, you know, something to keep it like interesting. Humor is a go to for for a lot of guys. It's like, uh, you know, if if you find your confidence in your in your humor you just make fun of it. i even remember like being a kid that was how you flirted when you were in like elementary school you like made fun of the girl that you liked oh, yeah. through dirt at her <laughs> I still do. <laughs> I, yeah that's my that's my go-to right now it's pretty much throw dirt and make fun of and i am i am chandler from friends that's me i you say that don't have a lot of confidence so you just go right to the jokes and then hopefully yeah. some girl laughs at your joke. And like, yeah, that she's okay, one. there we go. <laughs> Wait, do you still have like a lot of groupies? What do you mean still? He does? Does he have more we than have that? We call them the COVID clan. Uh, oh. No, there's no. no uh, that's I was thinking about the other day. Who's I talking to the other day about? I'm like, so does, is, is there still a, uh, what's the dating app? You know, you swipe right. Oh, Tinder. Uh, Tinder? Tinder. Yeah, there it is. I'm like, is there, are people still doing Tinder right now? How would you meet some strange person right now with masks on? How would okay, you well, go to a restaurant? First of all, I'm kind of out of the market of meeting strange people. Like, I'm yeah, I'm asking taking, the wrong person. Taking myself, no, in general, like I just don't want to meet any strange weirdos anymore. Like I just feel like I don't know where they've been with COVID and everything. Like I, I want to, yeah. I want you to be a familiar weirdo, somebody who, I, somebody who yeah. I kind of know, but like you know, so I can trace you a bit. And so yeah, I can I put your name somewhere, so in case you, you know, kill me or something, there's a trace. Well, you've got so you you've to... got some serious street cred, Kara. Sesame Street cred. Oh God! I, uh, <laughs> I, as a, pasta. Yeah, that's a, but I you know what? Pasta. But I you were with pasta. Elmo. Elmo's the yeah. A list. I mean, you went. It was you and Elmo. That's A list. I mean, some of the yeah, celebs that come on the show, he... they don't get Elmo. I know, but then he got like creepy. Well, he's Elmo. Weird. I think that's a part of it, right? It's part of his charm. 
I love it. <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> For me, this is street cred because I'm like anybody I see on Sesame Street now. I'm like, oh, look at this. This is these people. They have a heart. Here they are. They care about children. You know, they care about kids. That's my how I view things now. But also the Simpsons. I thought the Simpsons was a really cool one. Uh, that's street cred. You were you were as you on the Simpsons. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I I didn't really. Uh... They're like, you rock. Like, I don't think I really had a persona on American Idol. I don't think I really understood TV so much because I was coming from behind the scenes and I was kind of breaking up a party. So the fact that I needed a one-liner or like some kind of an angle, just it didn't really dawn on me until like maybe the first after the first year. I was like, oh, yeah, everybody has a shtick. So like somehow my shtick was you rock, which is like not really my personality. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I mean, there were some really great experiences and, you know, things that I got to do because of Idol that was, that were really cool. And actually I think it kind of led the way for what I've been doing for the last 10 years. Um, you know, it was kind of the entree in a strange way. You would think that would be the, end of the road, but it was kind of the beginning of the road for mentoring young talent and kind of falling into this place that I feel like I'm at now. So what are you doing? You're teaching uh, at Berkeley, right? I've been teaching at Berkeley. And, you know, honestly, when I left LA, I wanted to kind of have more of a normal life. I felt like everything was in balance. I was just working all the time and um, didn't really love LA in the sense that if you didn't work for a day and you were like, Hey, I want to take today off. Everyone looked at you like, uh, are you insane? Like there was no feeling that there could be a life outside of music there. And I felt like I'd come to a point where I had so much output. I needed some input just to kind of live life, you know? So mm. when I, um, moved to Maine, I kind of was like, eh, maybe I'm going to, take, maybe I'll retire. Like maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm going to pull a Tom Kelly. I always loved this story about Tom Kelly who wrote like, like a virgin. He had like some big, big songs, you know, epic, iconic songs. And then he was like, I'm out. I'm going to golf. And I just thought that was the coolest thing I had ever heard that somebody, that somebody could just get out, you know, and be like cool with it. So I made it to Maine and I was like, all right, I think I'm, I think I'm going to be out. And then, you know, I had my son and um, that was just like, whoa, I was yep. not prepared for what being like staying at home with a baby would be like. And I, you know, I'd like look at my baby and I'd look at the water and I'd be like, this is so awesome. Here I am, my baby, the water. Oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> like it just, I loved having a baby, but I just was like, this is, this cannot be it. Like I can't, I'm never going to cut the sandwiches right. I'm not that person to like puree the, the, the food from, you know, like go out and get the carrots and puree. It's just not who I am. So I got to figure out like what being a parent means to me. And, um, in the interim, I'd always wanted to teach. So I was, I called up a friend who had gone to Berkeley and was like, Hey, can you ask them if, if they're looking for a teacher? Like if I could come in for just as, you know, like a, semester and the president Roger Brown was like, sure, we have this Herb Albert's visiting scholar thing. And I did it. And I, you know, I walked in there, I had no idea what I was doing, but I ended up in a class with uh, teaching Ingrid Andrus and Charlie Puth and this guy, Pete Nappy. Um, And I started thinking that 
mentoring young talent and just like they would call me and email me and I, I naturally felt like I was doing what I had always done as a publisher, but with kids that were, um, you know, even more in need because they were kind of starting, you know, like from school. So that kind of made me think, you know what, I, I kind of like this because this is sort of not inside the industry. This is like mentoring and incubating and then like helping them get into the right places in the industry. So I, I just, it was sort of like a farm team, like for right. sports, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I really loved that. And what was the question? <laughs> what I really said was, Tyler, I feel <laughs> like your hair has gotten a little bit, the height, it's even Receding. higher. Well, I don't know if it's receding. You'd have to c- come towards me a little bit. Let me see. I, uh, no, I can't see. Lean in, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I was thinking the other day too. I'm like, am I gonna be one of those guys that like where I'm 60 and I got like plugs or a wig? Am I gonna get a two uh, like a pompadour toupee or am I just like you know what I mean? I let's see. I'm at that conversation I'm starting to have with myself. <laughs> I think you're gonna have a full head of hair <laughs> until you are in your coffin, brother. Wait. I think you're fine. <sighs> what you're would fine. you do? Could you ever like if someone said to you, Okay, we're gonna give you a million dollars to shave your head? Yeah, I would shave it. Okay. Yeah. I'd give the I would give the money to charity. The hair's gonna grow back. Yeah. My hair goes so fast, it sucks. I'd give my I'd give the money to, you know, maybe I would invest it in inspired nation. Oh my gosh. I love you for that. God, you guys, your your segues are slick. (laughs) You guys are slick. We're rolling into the bridge now. We're going into the bridge. Wait, I, I, I I like that. And I want to get back to that, but I do want to ask Dave a question. So wait, cause I don't know Dave as well as I know you. So what's the funniest Tyler story you have? (laughs) Oh man. And does it involve that? Like that Mm, video you guys, that video series you were doing? When you were climbing down the fire escapes. Oh, our movie oh, that was oh, Sherlock Holmes. Man, we should we could definitely talk about that. You know what? I don't I don't know that I is like people ask me what my favorite show that I've ever played was, and I'm like I don't know, man. There's so many. Yeah, uh, right. we have so, so uh, many. Uh, touring. Uh, this with, with like Tyler, uh, the guys. I think me and Tyler, especially, we have this real sense of uh, shared sense of humor, and it, sometimes it can be dark and and uh, nasty and uh so we we have a lot of those kind of moments i don't know that i could pinpoint one i could probably pick off yeah who, who could go who could say something more inappropriate dave usually takes the cake on oh yeah i have There's some, some good blackout I, moments I Super really? like if i get if I, I don't get drunk anymore but like if i used to get drunk sometimes i would black out and then this weird, this weird Tyler. I don't know if there's, there's no oh, nickname yeah. for it, but I started doing yeah, some he weird once stuff. He grabbed, he grabbed the, everybody had like the Jimmy John sandwiches for post show. And, and he like was so drunk. He just grabbed the box before the crew guys were done packing the truck and he's whipping their sandwiches out the bus, full foot long sandwiches flying out. 12, oh, 12. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> I don't think he realized what, what he, yeah. That all the no. crew guys come back after working looking for their sandwiches. I'm like, ah, oh, they're all spread out on the what road. A jerk. <laughs> Wait, do you not drink any more at all, Tyler? No. Wow. Now nah, I'm over it. I mean, I'll have a glass of wine or a beer. Oh, okay. But I don't get drunk. I don't so you were like, it ever. wasn't like state mandated. Tyler, you must. No. Yeah. The band didn't <laughs> nah. come to you and go like, Tyler, you have to stop drinking. 
no way. I think it'd be the opposite for us. Yeah. I, you know, you Ty's very, <laughs> I always tell people, Ty, like, cause you know, when we, when we tour, you know, after the shows, I'm the social one. I'm, I'm always out chatting with the other bands and fans and people He's always say, where's, where's Ty? What's Ty doing? Where's Ty? I'm like, well, Ty's responsible. You know what? He's, we're we're on the third show and four in a row, and he's probably laying in bed right now drinking a cup of tea and yeah. getting ready for tomorrow night's show. So I'm out here yeah. in his place, right. smoking weed, drinking beers, doing what I got to do. Well, somebody has to be a cool. rock band, man. Yeah. Somebody's got to be yeah, the poster child for I'm, the rock band. We all have our, a, our roles. No, there is a great story, showing but, up at Saturday mornings at people's houses to write rock songs. Like, I guess I'm writing the songs is important as well. I mean, I guess it could, it could be somewhat important to the success of the band. I mean, I don't know if it's as important as the partying I'm doing, but it's pretty important. Well, for Craig, yeah. I'd say the partying is more important. <laughs> for Craig, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's very important to me. Dave Sesame has a... Dave has cred, a famous cred for KOing guests of ours with his weed because we'll get guests, you know, friends will come and the friends will bring friends and they, you know, they get a little too excited and they have to get drunk. So after the show, they come and hang out with us on the tour bus or <clears throat> backstage or whatever. So they're already hammered, right? These friends. And then Dave's like, I'm going to go smoke some bud. Anybody, anyone who want to get, get in on it? And I'm like, don't do it. And they're like, I, I smoke weed all the time. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. And then it's more than, more than once we had uh one girl, she took a puff and within two minutes, she just went face planted flat, fa flat her face. And I'm like, Oh my God. Paramedics. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> amazing. What are you smoking? Are you smoking? Like, are you doing ayahuasca or like, what? No, it, what are the you problem doing? is here's the problem is these people, PMT. they're like, these nah, people are weed. lightweight. Like, they say, I smoke every day. I smoke every day out of, out of my little one hitter pipe or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're smoking a joint and they don't know how to smoke joints. And I'm like, just, hey, just hit it once and then just pass it. But they just want to keep going. Well, it's kind of like Tyler. He just said, take a puff. I mean, who the yeah. hell says take a puff? It's like, <laughs> I love that right there. That's someone who's really credible in the rock world. Yeah. Hey, girls, would you like to take a puff of Dave's, wants to take a puff. Of Dave's, <laughs> yeah. of Dave's paraphernalia? Right this way. <laughs> Who's up for a puff? Just puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff, pass. Oh my god! Yeah, so, oh I mean, Lord. a couple people fall over. It's not my fault. I always say, I'm like, hey, I, I keep telling, I keep giving you an out every time. I'm like, hey, skip this round, skip this round. But yeah. then they it's fall been in more their face, than once. and then, then a crew guy's trying yep. to jam a cookie in her mouth or something. She's just diabetic. You guys got to get a liability <laughs> for that. You need liability yeah, insurance careful. for Dave. <laughs> yeah, he's well, got a bankrupt band. There's definitely some stories that are, that probably will come back and haunt us someday with stuff like that. Why, why, usually, it's like opening bands too. The opening bands will do like one show with us, and then we hang. I'm like, come on, hang out with us after the show. Same thing. The bass player or something's like, Dave's like, I'm gonna go take a puff. Who's in? And the bass player is already drunk. Say, like, I'm in. I'm like, here we go. I should start yep. filming this stuff. And then, of course, yeah, what was it coming, recently? Right? They we're on the bus watching some cartoon or something, and you see the bass player just get up, get up, and just walk out of the bus, gone. And we're like, yeah, yep, can't gonna go it. pass out or throw up. <laughs> That's so good. Thing is, we're you bad. say we'll regret stuff, but the the what I'm still most thankful for is that we're we're a band of gentlemen, and there'll be nothing that haunts us in that regard. Like, because I see so yeah. many bands now that are getting stung by their 
mm-hmm. the fact that they were jerks. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. that's what you get. Right. You know, you shouldn't don't let your position uh, influence yeah. how your behavior. That's not how you should be. You should be who you are. And just so we are a gentleman band, and I'm proud of that. And I think that uh, nothing in that regard will ever come back to sting us because we just uh, we don't put ourselves in those positions. No, I love. I always I always thought you guys were totally just awesome in that regard. You know, it was never, there wasn't a moment, even in my robe where I felt, <laughs> I felt nervous. I mean, it could have been, it could have been, the, it yeah. been the, the morning breath that was kind of my best defense, but um, yeah, I feel like Tyler and I always had a really cool, I don't know. I just always like seeing you. I would like to actually work with you just for, um, you know, old time's sake and to see if, say, yeah. to see if I can still, um, you know, follow your kind Not of me. fucked up little love life. Um, <laughs> That's a great I, idea. Tyler just looked like, what did she say? Uh, well, really I'm going to have to get in another She's bad, really rela- I'll get in a bad relationship. Wait, are you in a good relationship or are you in no relationship? No, there's nothing happening. I'm going to have to meet someone through a friend somehow. Cause like of COVID, there's no way to do. Yeah. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. That's it. That's a conversation for another day. I have been out to your house, though. Oh, God. We had house. so much fun with you when you came. My husband always asks about we, you. Your, your husband's I a, remember like him. a contractor, right? Or something? Yeah. Building contractor? Yeah. yeah we're I'm, like, I'm going to be building a house here, you know, maybe next year. So maybe I need to get his number. Uh, you don't want him. He's very, very difficult to work with. I'm telling yeah. you right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> He's super, I super. Saying, very expensive. No, he's very, very difficult. And he does, we just, we're doing something. We bought this place down in Connecticut that we're renovating because we love to do it together. But it's truly the only thing we fight about because we're both super controlling when right. it comes to houses. And I think he's even more intense than me in this regard. So I have to like definitely acquiesce at times, but I get to do like certain things that I want to do in the house. And then I leave the rest, you know, we have to decide where our, what we're going to do. Um, I'm the easiest. I'm the easiest. Separately. I think really I'm totally I'm the opposite. My wife's like, do you like this or do you yes. like this? I'm like, mm, I like both. They're both amazing. Oh, that's <laughs> not easy though. That's hard. And, then she, and she's like, well, which one do you like? Yeah. More? I'm like, yeah. well, why don't you show me some shit? Everything you show me is like <laughs> amazing. Like I'm sorry, they're both awesome. Uh, you know, she I needs don't to care. figure it out. Wow. Do you like this or if this? You like, like wow. Yeah. Yeah. You can get she with this, or you can get with that. So now I just you can get I, with this. Now I, can, yeah, yeah. Now I feel it out. I'm like, hmm. Well, you know that one actually, and I test her reaction, figure out which one she really wants me to say, and then I just go for that one. I'm like, yeah. Then oh my this god. One. Oh, but you know what? It's that seems a kind. Of, that seems like an like an old kind of guy marriage. Yeah, I just don't. Tactic. I don't. I don't. You know what houses and and like how everything. You know what kind of cabinets. I, I don't. You know, I don't care. Don't I care. just don't care. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. So it's like uh, I just yeah. want. You know, I'd rather her just be happy with her choices. And like, if I need to validate her choices and make her feel good about them, I can no, do that. Totally realizing true. that I'm doing it. <laughs> and thus, why Dave is married. And Tyler is not. <laughs> Tyler, yeah, your why. fans are going to hate me because I've just like love <laughs> to. I just I have so much fun with you, and like this is I why we wanted you on our show. Uh, think that I'm so rude, but I feel like we we've always had this kind of banter. This is why we wanted you on our show, Kara, because we knew that you would be able to 
roll with us and swear and make fun yeah. of us. That's what we need. We need that. That's what well, our show is Well, it's only because I love you guys. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't Mutual. make fun of you. You wouldn't even do this crap. You wouldn't stoop so on low. On Sunday, on God's Day, on, on, the, on the Day of Rest with you two That's true. Skipping church. Skipping yeah. church. That's true. This yeah. is the podcast this is, church. This is, this is the Tyler and Dave religious experience. So what what was it that got you first into music? Uh, you know, like because Tyler and I both have uh, musical fathers. You know, this is for me. I always wonder, like, what it was that first got people interested in wanting to play or write music. Honestly, I spent most of my life kind of trying to ignore the fact that I was creative because it at first it was sort of like a, oh Kara can sing and then like everywhere we'd go my dad would be like Kara's gonna sing now and I'd be like throwing up my meal and like standing up and I had like severe stage fright so after a while I was just like nope I am I have no voice I'm not musical I'm shutting it down because I want to control my own life so for years I kind of just didn't um sing and didn't do music but my Mother's side of the family was very musical. We had opera singers, piano players. My my uh, my great aunt played with Charles Mingus, and like they were kind of badass. So, but then when I got to college, which I went to the absolute worst college you could go to if you were creative, there isn't like a creative anything at Duke University. Sorry for all my fellow Dukies out there, but I've been there three no, no. times. Three times to like go do creative stuff there. And every time I go, yep, it's the same as it was. It's like, you know, that kind of A-type environment fosters, well, my dad's a lawyer, so I'll be a lawyer. Or this is that. There's like no creative thinking. And um, I think I ended up there to figure out that like I could not do what everyone around me was doing and I needed to forge my own path. And so about my junior year, I was like, I'm going to be an artist. And everyone was like, an artist, what? I've never even heard you <laughs> sing, you know? Um, but I did it. And I, I was really like depressed in college and uh, kind of had an eating disorder and was just really a mess because I was trying to be something I wasn't. And the minute right. I started to own who I truly was and to figure out who I was, because for years I was just being whatever I thought I should be. So music for me was like the therapy to figure out who I was and what I felt. Because I think I'd stuffed a lot of, you know, of, of bad, kind of hid them away in like the deep recesses of my soul. And kind of when I started writing, I was able to look at them. It's interesting right. the insight that you have yeah. when you become a, a parent too, because for me, it's like, I really want my kids to be into music, but I can't like jam it down their throat, you know, and, no. and force it on them and make them hate it. So it's like, I just make everything available all the time. And no matter what their interest is, you just lay it out and let them find what they're interested in. And I ho I just like keep playing music all the time around the house and we bought a piano and I can't play piano, but we bought a piano so the kids can play the piano and hit the notes and hear it. And it's like, I think, uh, you know, I keep hoping that they'll come back to it. But at the same time, I hope they just find what, what they want. Oh, I think that's a great uh, way to parent. Um, I don't think you can ever force your kids to go down a path that you want them to go to. They have to want to. I mean, I, when I, what's really, really sad, though, for me is that when Gray was a baby and I would sing to him, he would 
hysterically cry. <laughs> and to this day, when I sing in the car, he's like, mama, mama, stop. Yeah. It's like oh. so sad. He it's, my son does that to me too. When I sing, hates it, my, hates it, hates it. My son says the same thing. I play guitar and he'll go, excuse me, dad, can you put the guitar back where it goes? Yeah. And, points at, and he points <laughs> at the wall. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can. Fine. All right. I feel your pain. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I just, I uh, just, you know, what can you do when you get young kids? You just want them to be, you find their own way, I guess. But yeah. Well, it's funny yeah. you know, you talk about your, your parents, you know, my parents, I think about the same thing. You, you grow up with this and they kind of have this intention for you. I still remember my mom being like, well, you know, what are you going to do? What's your backup plan? Cause I was like, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to yeah. be in a band. I'm going to be in a band. What do you mean? <laughs> backup plan. Well, what, you know, what's, I think that's great, but what's the backup plan? It was like, well, mom. I can't have a backup plan because then I'm, I'm any steps towards that plan are steps I'm taking away right. from my, my actual plan. So mm-hmm. I'll worry about a backup right. plan in five years, you know, like when plan A blows up in my face. But thankfully, plan A never blew up in my face. Thank God. Yeah. yeah you got, oh, were you have you been signed to Pete the whole time at Atlantic? He signed you. No, right? no, no Roadrunner. Roadrunner. It was Roadrunner. Yeah. Ron Berman, but it's same same label. It's been the same. Pete came in in two thousand fourteen. I don't know. I don't remember. He's been around a while. He's been around for three records. But yeah, uh, it's all the same. Been the same label since day one, though. Pete Gambarg, yeah, love him. Like, we should have him. On. He's probably got a lot of good stories. We here. That's a guy who did not get me and Dave when we first met him at all because me and Dave are so, are dry wit, yeah. like. And he and Pete Cracking was jokes. very, yeah. Pete did not get our humor and didn't think it was very funny. But now he gets us. Now he loves yeah. it, and he 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 his comeback. Oh, he's, he's, he adapts. Yeah, he adapts. he's a smart guy. He's yeah. a really smart guy, and he's he's got a really great ear for music. So I think we for us we're just uh, he, we can only be who we are. But uh, I'm glad he's warmed up to us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank God you can only be who you are because you guys are <laughs> awesome. Dinners in New York with him. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago, though, right? When it's were been you a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while now. That was the record where with, with Savages. Blow. Savages. Savages. Blow. I thought that was the one where like I... I wrote I wrote it on a tr- a train going to I thought I was took a train for Maybe New I York did do blow. Hold on, let me look it up. Sometimes <laughs> it makes me oh. blow my fucking head oh, off. Oh yes, yes, yes. Sometimes yeah, okay, we did do that. When you say yeah, blow, I kept thinking it was cocaine. And I was like, man, I wouldn't have written a song about that. I, that's one thing I haven't done. Never Drugs, done. Yeah. No, I've, I mean, I've, you know, smoked pot, but cocaine, I, I feel like my personality is already too high. No, I hate, I hate Coke. I just love the way it smells. Oh, does it smell? I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> okay. See, <laughs> you're so, you got that. Wow. Okay. I'm going to, that's going to be a bad one. I'm never going to uh, that. Let's get something positive. You asked me about Inspired Nation. You want to know what it yes. is? Okay. Yes. Yeah, let's get back to that. So when I was on Idol, um, my short time with Idol, I like I did not like the way that um, kind of those TV shows treated contestants after the show was over. It was kind of like, thanks for coming and making us lots of money. Bye. See you at McDonald's. You know, it was like they were back going back to their, 
Yeah, back to your day job. And I just felt there was something inherently wrong about that. The kids would give up their time and talent um, and just sort of not get anything post, you know. I think right. I guess they went on the tour a little bit or whatever it was. But I felt like they needed more mentoring. They needed to know, you know, what songs of them were great, uh, how to write great songs, um, who to work with, you know, those kinds of things so they could advance their careers. So. I decided to, you know, co-found this nonprofit that basically gives kids a platform to tell their stories through music, through competitions. And then the finalists would um, get scholarships to summer Berkeley camps and um, mentoring sessions. But already all the money that was raised would go back to youth-oriented charities. So it's like youth giving of their time and talent to help youth who are less fortunate. So it's like youth to youth, which I'm... I'm really, I feel like the youth of this country are truly undervalued. They have so much to say. Yeah. They're so smart and they have their own power and we just don't listen to them. We're like, no, 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 no. We're not going to listen to you. In high school, you'll have one hour free time. And then they graduate and go to college. And it's like, now you have all the free time you want. You can be, you know, it's, we don't, we don't actually let them speak for themselves and let them find their own ways. We're trying to tell them what to be and how to do it. And, the reality is, like, look where we all are. I don't know, man. I think we yeah, got to start listening you. to them. I was, I'm yeah. a big uh, believer in the youth movement. I talk about it all the time, too. That The idea is it's crazy. You feel like uh, you want out ideas outside of the box. You can go to a room full of a bunch of adults and be like, let's get some ideas outside. Just go to a room full of kids and you will get like ideas that will blow Amazing your mind. Ones. It's, it's crazy yeah. how smart and uh, just like forward thinking kids are before we totally destroy that in them. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that's what I, what I most love about, you know, doing stuff with kids is, and youth in general is that I just, I find them to be um, just smart and honest and and coming from their hearts and i think when you're coming from that place a lot of good work can be done well that's a great yeah, cause a great we're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll put a link up to that uh oh great with our, with our, well, on our youtube page yeah. uh, make sure that people can access that and help out as well well we're hoping to do a uh competition with uh cover nation in the next few months so we're going to bring the what used to be in-person competitions to kind of a viral uh platform so we'll let you know we'll let you guys know about that maybe you'll want to come on yeah. as a judge yes tyler let's hear tyler huh well uh that was Susie. that was very uh good it was good Susie. Good. you're gonna have to figure good. out your shtick ty you're gonna be yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. You're like you rock. Yeah, you, you can't rock. say you can't say you rock that's just the worst <laughs> that's taken. it's that's so been taken. bad <laughs> I also would have thought your your line would uh, your line too would have been you fucking rock. It wouldn't have been you rock. It would just been censored because of the TV. Yeah, you freaking rock, man. You know what? You knew you. Yeah. What would my line be? I don't know. What? Where's craft services? Where's (laughs) when's lunch? I don't know. (laughs) That would be so me. I think you'd be like, yeah, yeah, that was really good. Oh no, I got it. I got it because it's so mean and it's totally up my alley, especially if I'm blackout drunk while being a judge would be, what's your backup plan? 
No, that's just like. What's plan B? <laughs> What's plan B? That would be terrible. That would not be good. No, no I, I think you'd be, kind. Uh, you'd be kind. You're, you're soft. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I 100% would love to do. Actually, uh, you're fired. I'm going to use Dave. Um, yes. <laughs> I, blew, Dave, I blew the interview. Dave, well, what would you say? I'll just send you my uh, video clip that I just filmed for my kids, my my kids pre K oh, yeah. class, oh, which wow. is pretty amazing. So well, good. they did this occupation uh, video, and so of course my wife is an OBGYN, and I'm like, babe, this oh, is perfect nice. for you. This, and she's like, this is perfect for you, and I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, you're probably right. So I did this uh, occupation video about me being a professional musician, but I want to make it fun because it's for four year olds and five year olds, right. right? So I did this. I talk a little and bit about. Let's being be a honest, there's nothing professional going on here. <laughs> That's right. That's why I said I was like, well, actually, I got a video of of uh, my great 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 grandpa writing a song, and then it's me in like costume at the piano playing Twinkle Twinkle, and I'm like messing up the words. I'm you know like a, like a donkey in the sky, so that the kids can correct it. And so I did this little thing, and then I I said another thing you might do as a professional musician musician is records in the studio. And then Tyler helped me, and he's like, all right, Dave, we're we're recording, we're rolling, and he and I play Old McDonald, you know. Wait, can you post that, please? Because that I'll, needs to be I'll posted. Email, yeah, yeah. I'll email it. It's pretty no, funny. no, no, no. It needs to, you could do the most <laughs> badass kids show, the two of you clowns. I no, we talked about it. We talked about it a little bit. It's, well, because it's funny when you have kids. You like for me, I, I all I do now is I like everything's a song. My kids want like lunch, and I start singing a song. And now my son, he wakes up this morning and he goes and jumps in my wife's arms, and he's like, "I love you, mom. I love you, mama. I love you, mom." And he just sings her this made up song, and I'm like. I know where he gets that because I sit here and make up stupid songs about everything all the time. (laughs) I want, I want to be, that's amazing because I get like, no, don't. Cause I used to do that too. But I'm, I'm more into the sound of music vibe because I'll be like, Grayson, you know, like very theatrical. And then, well, it's that theatrical voice, right? You've done some, you've done some Broadway. Have you not? Yeah. Oh, great. Oh gosh. You guys are really good. You're slick. Like, well, sweat. I'm curious about that because I've only ever been to a single Broadway show, and I will say that it was probably the most uh, impressive show that I've ever seen, like live show. Because I just the whole what way it worked. To? I went and saw Mary Poppins on mm-hmm. Broadway, and just the way the never the, heard of it. The, the, the set moved and the <laughs> yeah. actors and the music. I mean, it oh. was just like the talent. Like when I think of the four of us on stage versus the talent on one of those stages i mean just squash us with a grand piano i'll tell you those guys they work their asses off and they yeah, do not get so paid good. well right you know because if they you do a lot of shows very hard life and they really do it for the love of they're but so you know talented. when i was there i definitely felt like i'm i i should have done that that those are my people they really? were you guys think you're outrageous oh my god they're the best <laughs> I bet they're the they we would wait so when we go off stage we'd sit like on the stairway and we would just have these hilarious conversations in between acts and it's just you can't even imagine because you would think like oh everyone's real serious in their dressing rooms it is you're like last minute almost missing your cue and you're laughing so hard from what's going on back there um it's just it was such a fun period of time it was a lot a lot of work like especially when you had back-to-back shows um and you were in these old theaters and they had a lot of mold in them so i was constantly getting sick oh. um, and having allergies because i'm not, i just wasn't used to it so thank god my 
playing Roxy wasn't a big, there's not a big range because it was really written for, um, you know, the dancing. So I was able to, you know, sing through most of it, but, um, it was just a ball. I really do miss it. And you get into like great shape, like amazing shape. You say old theater and I can actually, I can smell it. Yeah. You no, know I can just smell it. The must. 100%. The must. Yeah, yeah. I can totally get, smell that must. We've been to all those. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. We've performed in all those. They, yeah, it's, uh, I've seen it fandom, fandom the opera twice. Oh yeah. That's uh, great. Was Why insane. twice? Insane. I uh, was at different cities. I loved it. Well, well, he I bought two tickets Seattle. and his date, his date, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bought, yeah, exactly. I went twice. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I saw it once in Seattle and then I think I saw it in New York and then I You'd was able good to like, as a phantom, actually, mm. I can see, I can well, see you with a cape. <laughs> well, what's his face? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the singer from Kiss did it. Yeah, I can well, see Stanley that. Stanley was was the Phantom. I uh, I uh, was doing some singing lessons, and uh, my vocal coach said that she's like, "You should do some uh, yeah. musical theater." And I almost so threw up thinking about it. I'm like, "Oh my god, oh man, I'm much on nervous." Yeah, moly. But I I was thinking about doing uh, Music of the Night, just doing a cover of that because that's an amazing song. Yeah, that's such a good song. What, what are you guys working on now? Are you working on a new album? No, no, just covers on the road again. Uh, what? No, uh, what did he say? We, on the road again. On the road again. Oh. I sang just, that song. Yeah, I pretty much sing that song every day because I miss it. Yeah. Oh, no, what have we been working on? We, uh, I've been working on some covers all over the place, some countries, some pops. And I, I, I think it's like a palate cleanser between records for me now. I've kind of got this plan. I'm like, I need a bunch of covers. It almost cleanses for me for songwriting, and then I get back to it, and then maybe it helps with uh, different separating you from. I feel like it separates you from our old, our own old stuff or older stuff. Yeah, but we uh, we have a a new song coming out pretty soon, which uh, we are super excited for people to hear because it's it's uh, we got this guy rapping on it, which is it's all about politics and stuff, and it's it's not uh, it's. It's not uh, one side or the other. It's just about how effed up everything is right now. But it's really good song. So that's I think that's getting mixed next week. So we're super excited for him to hear that one. Uh, oh, awesome. But then, uh, yeah, is next daydreaming year. Daydreaming about touring. Yeah, that must be tough touring. for you, Tyler. You love touring. We all love I touring. Love it. I yeah, think you guys do. Yeah, our band's a touring I band. I, I, you know, what's funny is like you find especially as it now as a dad, like when I go on tour, you know, you six weeks, uh, you know, when your kids are like one and three or something, you know, a lot happens in that period of time. Yeah. So I, for me, I've actually, I've been trying to really just like not take for granted all of the, this mm-hmm. bonus time I have at home, even mm-hmm. though like I've realized that my patience as a parent depended on me going on tour. Yeah. And whereas I was such a patient parent, all of a sudden it's like, you know, cause I would go on tour and then come back just like the palates cleansed. And I'm like, yeah, keep it on me again, kids. I'm ready for it. I'll take right. it. Now it's like, I'm like, Oh, what do I, I need a, something in between, but it's mm-hmm. just been like seven straight months of stay at home yeah. dad 24 seven. But you know, I think uh, for me, I've, I've rediscovered uh, my love and desire to tour and 
and I will never take it for granted again. <laughs> and That's I, right. I, it, it's so funny because you you get on tour and you're like you're in three weeks of a five week tour and everybody starts griping on each other. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, oh, oh little yeah. things. You guys all remember right? 2020, right? You all remember yeah. 2020, right? That's Just right. Keep you, plan. <laughs> you can yeah. you can you can make that T-shirt. Remember 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Remember 2020. Yeah, next time yeah. you keep your mouth. Someone's shut. like, "Who ate all the bacon?" Remember 2020. Who ate all the bacon and catering. And then you're like, yeah. "Remember 2020?" All right, all right. Yeah. 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 How big are the shows that you guys play? Would you say? Fifty thousand. Jesus. It all depends on which country <laughs> we're in. <laughs> oh, well, we, you know, it depends. Small, you know, in Canada, we did. We just our last tour was in Canada, so there were some arenas, uh, theaters. Uh, and all the way down to to some clubs too. So we say yes to everything. We're I all love over. that. We, so if, if I wanted to have everywhere. a s- small intimate gathering at my house, we do weddings. <laughs> we're good. We, we're <laughs> down to do weddings. We'll okay. do funerals. We'll do baby christenings. At this point, we can be bought. No, you, uh, come on, you guys. We can, we can be bought. We no, can I, be bought. I just love. I love that you do um, some smaller shows as well as bigger shows. I still oh, think those cool. are the funnest. Yeah. I mean, when, I, oh, yeah. I never have more fun than when I get off stage and I'm sweaty and I, I think like the smoke that people have been some illegally smoking in the crowd, you know, like I just, oh, yeah. I think that's where rock and roll thrives. And oh, so yeah. I always, I always feel like those are the funnest shows. Although I still like as a, as a fan of music, I feel like I have this appreciation for theater shows because I, I like to go watch a show and sit down in a seat. Now uh, I don't, mosh or crowd surf like i did in my younger days so you know i still when we play those theater shows i i still really enjoy them because i understand i still understand those people and where they're coming from now oh yeah yeah we struggle with those too because our 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 fans are no matter what we've accomplished with our songs our fans are definitely rock fans so we'll do Mm -hmm. a theater show and every time you got the the ushers, right? So people will be standing up and then people complain, sit down, can't see. And the ushers will come over and, yeah. then, and you always get people trying to come. They walk up to the front, you know, where the orchestra pit is. They'll try mm-hmm. to go up to the front, like, go sit down. And then by the encore, we come out and everyone's just been like, fuck it. And they just all rush the stage and they just, it's it's like, yeah, because they don't want to sit down. down. They're like, yeah, they they're just down. like. Systematic. And we're sitting there. And sometimes you'll be like, yeah, I just come to the front to see, and it just pisses off a bunch of people. But yeah, you for me, see it's like them, you know, a lot of them. When you play those rocking crowds, you know, you get the energy from the crowd. When you play in a theater, you got to oh, get yeah. the energy from your bandmates, and we just we look a little yeah. look a little more into each other, or or find the people that are ha- like the little groups that are really having a good time jumping, and you know, you still find yeah. it. Guess who just walked into the room? We'll never know. We'll never know, will we? Mike, look who's there, yeah. Tyler. Hey, it's Mike. Mike, remember me? You can't, hey, you can't can see. see yourself because I didn't know there. There he is. Look at his hair; it's still magical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my husband thinks you're magical. Tyler. Let's hear. I'm doing, I'm doing another bathroom project as we speak. Oh, he's still doing yeah. bathroom projects. Remember? Let's. Yeah. They never. End. Yeah, last time I saw him, I think it was him and his dad were doing yeah. building something, and. I think I was I think I was making fun of his thick accent. Oh, because he's a mater. 
Yeah, oh, he's got yeah. that. Come over here, y'all. Yeah, he's your pocket. Oh, I love Maine. Uh, you, you, you haven't figured out, Kara. You, it, I love Maine. It's yeah. so beautiful yeah, up there. It's so wow. beautiful. Up oh, here comes the other one. See, guys, when I'm you guys it. say an hour in my an hour of like uninterrupted time, awesome. is you That's have no crazy. idea. What, Gray? How many? What? I can't hear you. I have headphones on. Here. What? What did he say? <laughs> I don't know. From you guys, it's you guys you're it's getting thick. me in all kinds of trouble. I have no idea what he said with these headphones on. I'm it's funny, my wife. My wife saw some well, footage we, of Alanis Morissette singing with uh, her daughter in her arms, and uh, you know her daughter was interrupting her while she was singing. And my wife became the biggest Alanis Morissette fan because of that footage. So yeah. having your like family interrupt is is actually really endearing to people. People see yeah. that and they're like, oh, look at that. It's like, oh, that's so yeah, sweet. Yeah. That's so amazing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, they're like, we have we really have kept you for quite a long time, but that's because we oh, love yeah, talking yeah. with you so much. No, Dara. no. I love to talk to you, but I'm just telling you that before we got on, it was like we had to give the whole speech about like don't interrupt oh. because because my son, if he could just like all day long, just come in and out and in and out. And I love that, you know, it's yeah. really fun. But when I'm trying to talk to uh, Tyler, I need to be on my A game and you too, Dave. <laughs> so I can't, you know, I can't be interrupted. And I need, I need well, to, you, re- and also I can't feel like a mommy when I'm talking to you. You've like, been on your A plus game. Personality. You've had your A plus game. Because uh, the mommy so. thing is just not as, you know, I don't know. Mommy and mom. rock and roll. Really. Mom uh, rock doesn't really go together. Both go hand in hand, making children there happy it is, Dave. across this great land. Oh, <laughs> I love that. One. That's a great little that's, sign you come up with. <laughs> yeah, Dave. that's his. That's his line right there. That's his. That's his. That's my motto. right there. Yeah, <laughs> everyone just does it. I do remember uh, going over to your uh, house. I remember going over to your house and always being hungry and like raiding your closets. Your, I mean, your cabinets. Do you remember that? I think once, and I had like some dry pasta, peanut butter, crackers. Peanut butter. He had nothing, oh, nothing. I tell yeah. you, like he, I think he eats his instruments because that's Hermit all that's like there. Hermit life, right it's there. Yeah. yeah, there's. Uh, but you're happy, um, right? I mean, you're happy. Yeah. Good. I you know what? It. I miss. I miss you. I'm so glad I get to see you right now, and I'm so well, glad you can't see up, me. Uh, let's hook up again. <laughs> write a song. You can call. I, I, I got to figure it out. Write us one, one. Does day. Dave write it at all? <laughs> you guys, yeah. Uh, Ty writes the songs. You write the, write a song together. Carrie, come in the video. It's going to be a remake of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Ty <laughs> will be the Phantom. Okay, I can I can be the so, old like. The I've already got to figure it out. Some old lady in there. I got to figure out which part. Yeah, you're that'll not, be no, good. Okay. No old lady. You're young. You're young. Come on. Now. <gasps> I love Phantom of the, the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Right, isn't that, isn't Night that time oh, sharpens. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Each sensation. I can do this stuff. <laughs> that is so good. And I love that little face you made. When it, when the senses. Wow. This is good. I can do it. Dave, Dave, you may be losing a band member there. <laughs> you may need What's to good? groom your song. Broadway. What's good for the world is good for me. You know, I mean, if, Hitting uh, off if Broadway. the world needs to see him on Broadway, I think that's what the world needs to see. Off Broadway. Like the off Broadway version of it? You could do like a spoof. <laughs> a spoof. A spoof. <laughs> Tyler is seeing in Phantom the Opera at the Burbank uh, <laughs> Playhouse. 
I love it. I love it. All right, Just Carrie, we'll let you go. No, then I have to go. Oh, I do have to go, but, um, gosh, you don't drink anymore. So we can't have a drink together, but all right, we'll figure out a drink. I'll drink. I know not to go okay. near, not to have a puff of Dave's stuff. No, no. Puff. Yes. I'm in the no puff zone. No puff zone. You're in the I no puff people zone. Every time I'm like, don't do it. They're like, I smoke every day, bro. I'm like, okay. Well, you should have a disclaimer. You got to get them to sign that piece of paper before they have their puff. I'm a respectable That's citizen. Right. I, I don't, I don't get into that stuff anymore. I'm... Yeah, you're right. Whoa, All right, guys, yeah. you're awesome. <laughs> Kara, thank you so All much. Right, thank you so much. We'll Are see people you actually going to listen to this? That was wow. Thanks to oh, you, yeah. Will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, listen to. Not that they're not listening to you, but to what we just oh. talked about for the last. I hour. think so. I think so. Right. I think so. See. If really, anything, uh, they're going to definitely listen to my music of the night. Yeah, which was we're amazing. All, we're all on our edge, on the edge of the chair for that one. Call us. <laughs> Can we get free tickets? We don't have to pay for that, do we? Fifty percent off. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Thanks, Kara. Right. Love bye. you guys. Bye. Peace. Kara Diaguardi. Everybody, that's her. She's gone. She's so great. I just love talking to her. She's so funny. Yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun. Yeah. She's right up her alley. Yeah, I mean, me and her work well together because we just we just don't give a shit. We just you no, can we, you can maybe bring her out of right. You can maybe bring her out of retirement uh, and get her to write a song again. That she, you know, we've uh, had some good success with uh, songs with her in the past. Yeah, yeah, she's always been awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah. Good, always so many good stories. She's done so much. So it's. I know, uh, uh, you literally could have. I mean, if she didn't cut you off in the intro, I think you probably could have done a whole hour just. Uh, of I know. Off just accolades. listening off. Yeah. yeah but you know what's cool about her? She doesn't give a shit. She's right. not like. She doesn't, she doesn't want someone to sit there and list off all of her amazing right. awards. She's like, oh, God, shut up. Makes you uncomfortable. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's awesome. It's the kind of person you want to hang out with. Yeah, that was you know. great. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Definitely check out, uh, we'll link uh, her charity. Uh, we'll link Yeah, so she's website. got uh, Inspired uh, Nation. I Yeah, we'll put a link for that down uh, and just a link for her website as well. On the If you're uh, checking us out on the YouTube, you can see those links below. Yeah, you can go to uh, karadiguardi.com. And she has all of her stuff on there. But yeah, Inspired Nation is pretty badass. That's a, yeah, what a great idea. Started. I think about us and when we were so green. You know, you start out as a young band. You just, I, I literally know, looking back, that everybody's just like, how do we take advantage of these these guys? They're going to learn oh, the business. So yeah. how, how do we take advantage now? And you know what? I think it's really uh, nice that somebody's out there saying, let's help look out for these people. And yeah take care of them and actually make them in, enjoy the their passion for music. <laughs> but they don't stop taking advantage of you. That's the thing is like still to this day, we have to remind people like they'll still try to take advantage of us, somebody. Yeah. And we're like, look, <laughs> why do you keep thinking you're talking to like these green kids? That, like we've yeah. been doing this for 20 years. Like you stop. We know but that I, is. I, let's, we got, I gave a shout out to props to Dave, to Phil Ayers. Our old music teacher, right? Uh, honestly, that's where it all began. I, I right literally there. was looking for his phone number 
like yeah. a week ago because I want to reach out to him and just see how he's doing. I, I honestly, Phil Ayers, he's taught you and I, taught Daniel Adair, who's a drummer for Nickelback. Yep. Uh, um, taught, some of the guys uh, from, uh, what's the Green Edge LC band? They became um, the rock band. State, Canada, State of Shock. State of Shock. Uh, yeah, Jesse guitar, Wayne, right? I think. Yeah, I, and I don't know if the singer went there or not, but he was a CF. Yeah, and then C- uh, Chris Crippen. See some Chris Crippen was the drummer for um, another Canadian band, Headley. Headley, yeah, yep. he was in my. Phil Ayers, he was, he was he was a year older than me. He was in our in our in my class. I got so much admiration for teachers, uh, and I feel like I always have, but I a lot more now that I have kids. I've I I'm like. I see teachers and I'm like, I love you. I love you. Thank you. So definitely yeah. uh, Phil Ayers was a game changer in my life for sure. Yeah. He was just the greatest. Huge uh, shout out. That's cool. And he just let it, you know, and he was great because he just let us do what we wanted. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's so odd we were talking about this because I just reached out to my old guitar teacher and uh, he hit me right back and he's like, let's get awesome. on a FaceTime or something one day. I'm like, 100%, man. That's Good amazing. Well, let's do that oh, yeah. with uh, Phil. Let's get, let's get on a Zoom with him. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so much fun. Yeah, he would love it. it. I guarantee you he would love it. Let's try to hook it up. I will. Someone hook it up. So maybe someone's listening can hook it up. And if you and you can uh, email us at bandmeetingpodcast at gmail.com. I think that's our e- email, right? <laughs> uh, it's written right there. <laughs> on email screen. us. Bandmeetingpodcast at gmail.com. Where is Phil Ayers from North Delta Senior Secondary? If you can find him, we want to want to say hello and say thank you. Uh, and you go to check out our all of our socials, which is just band band meeting podcasts on on Twitter, Instagram, our YouTube, and uh, yeah, wherever you listen to to podcasts, so give us a thumbs up, a like, whatever that stuff. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this fun. So glad she came on. It was good to talk yeah. to her. That was a great one. Enjoyed it. Also, also, Dave got it. Gotta hit up the, the merch store, buy our merch stuff. Oh yeah, got a coffee cup back there somewhere. Yeah, the first one million, uh, one million coffee mugs purchased will will come with a, a, a cardboard box that it comes in for free. Wow, <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's a deal right there. Uh, awesome. Until next, we'll see time. You next time. Yep. Bye.